Hey guys, it's Laura Rochelle coming at you with another episode. I know it's been a minute and we have a lot to catch up on. So let's get started. Okay guys, so I have been on hiatus for a little bit. The the wedding industry definitely took over. I was so, so busy and I was not able to keep up. But you know what? I'm back. Things are going to be more organized and I'm so looking forward to the episodes that I'm going to be recording here soon. So I wanted to start off today by just reflecting a little bit on 2018, a couple things that I have learned about myself and maybe that'll help you get working on your New Year's resolutions if you haven't already finished them because I mean, yes, we are in the middle of the week. So the first thing I want to talk about is for me, I realized that sharing my story helped me heal and it helped others. I feel like on Instagram, of course, that's where the party's at. On Instagram, I was very hesitant to share a couple of things. Of course, we all are real. We'll share like, hey, we all struggle in. Everybody keep it together. Thanks for showing up, you know, but actually sharing like the struggles of being a mom, the struggles of keeping up with your work and the struggles of, oh, I don't know, not wanting to get out of the house in your pajamas because you have so many emails to answer, all of that stuff. And I was very, I was very honest about a couple things and just how I just don't feel like I have it together. And it's amazing how many people really think I do have it together. And I promise you, I don't. Being that I am an Enneagram 3, um, well, it's easy because we're so good at making it look easy. And we even say it sometimes like, oh, that was easy. Oh, that's no big deal. Or I'm just super busy, but I can do it because I can do anything. But deep down inside, we're kind of like panicking on like how we're going to handle the rest of the week, the the rest of the day, the rest of the year for crying out loud. Um, So yes, that is me. (laughs) Nice to meet you. If you don't know what the Enneagram is, take the dog on test, okay? It's going to open your eyes. It's going to open your eyes even about your relationships, your friends, your family. I feel like I know so much more about everybody in my life because of this test. And yes, it's not one of those like voodoo Myers-Briggs. Okay, some people say Myers-Briggs works for them. It doesn't work for me, so that's my personal opinion. But it's not one of those tests that tell you your future or anything crazy. But it does kind of lay out your childhood wounds that caused you to have, you know, your number, and then also things that you struggle with, but things you're so good at. Like, there, every number has a beautiful gift, a beautiful gift. And the more that I look into it, it's just amazing. Like, we all really do need each other because everybody has the little something based on their personality that they can bring to the table. And um, I don't know. I'm obsessed. I'm never going to be able to go back. And if you get caught up in the rabbit hole, follow Enneagram and Coffee on Instagram Homegirl went from zero followers to 150K in a week because that's how obsessed we all are. So what is the Enneagram? Why do I keep talking about this? Okay, here. So it has taught me about community, simply what I'm trying to get at. Sharing my story and also realizing a lot of, a lot of people struggle with the same things as me is kind of reassuring. It, you go on in this world and... We're all secretly thinking to ourselves, man, I hope, I hope, I hope, or I don't, I have this, I don't have this, I need this. And, you know, we beat ourselves up about really simple things, which my therapist has called stories. Like, I had a mentor session with Jeliza Creative on Instagram, and she's amazing. She worked in the wedding industry, and I think that helps so much um, with everything. But she was like, okay, so the fact that you feel like you have to do this, this, and this, and this to make you a good mom, that's a story. Because 
you're already a good mom. You don't have to prove that. And I was just like, I stopped in my tracks. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Like, she's like, well, who told you that was what makes you a good mom? Or who told you this is like, you're, you're believing this based on nothing to back it up. It's just something in your mind. And you're going to have to deal with that. So I took notes. I had like three pages full of things that I think to myself. And then I put myself down if I don't achieve them within a certain time or because I'm not doing this or because I'm not doing that, that I'm not a good mom or I'm not a good business person or I'm just not a good person. And those are stories that we tell ourselves. So that was a little snippet of my therapy session. Also had to record it because I got so many issues. But (laughs) 2019, working on it, working on it. So yes, community. I feel like... um, learning and and just putting myself out there it doesn't have to be like a diary I feel like some people use Instagram as a literal diary but just every once in a while just telling the truth without any no nonsense (laughs) um just it is what it is you know it stinks like life stinks right now and if anybody else has been there like shout me out you know give me a like put it post a comment and people show up and it's that has really taught me a lot in 2018 like opening up about things that are scary because somebody else is probably going through the exact same thing as me. And that is encouraging. So, yeah. And then the people – so this podcast, I started on my birthday last year in April, and I just kind of did it as a dare to myself. I was like, eh, let me start a podcast. That sounds fun. Let me just answer questions and just rant about random stuff. And it kind of took off. Especially because I don't post enough, guys. Don't hate me. Um, and I'm working on that. But I had no idea that I was going to be able to build a small community within this podcast. And it's been so amazing. The DMs that I get, the reviews that I get always bring tears to my eyes. Because you guys, like, it's just it just proves that we're all struggling with the same things. And we just want someone to be like, listen, I'm there too. But you know what? It's okay. We're going to get there together. So, yes, community was probably the biggest thing that I learned in 2018, and it has revolutionized my mind. And so I have this mindset now where I just really want to show up. If, if no one else shows up, you know that I've shown up, you know, and we can do this together because we have each other. I feel like, you know, seeing the story of ants and how one alone can only do so much, but together they could pretty much grab a whole picnic out of your basket because that's how strong community really is, guys. Yes, I related to probably a cartoon that I saw because of Ella, but it's fine. Another thing that I learned was um, making friends and networking in your industry seriously will help you move mountains. It's I guess it's another nod to community, but the word networking is what really stands out to me. Um, when I did my almost 30 mentorships um, within the past few months ago, um, people were talking about, like, I just don't know how to market myself. I just don't know how to get myself out there. And I said, have you ever messaged someone and been like, hey, can I just take you out for coffee and, like, let's meet? Not asking for free information, mind you, because that's absolutely annoying. Don't be like, hey, girl, so can I take you out to coffee and ask you a million questions for free? Okay, thanks. No, that doesn't work. But literally trying to make a connection and seeing if you guys vibe and you guys network and then you know, back and forth, that is a huge marketing tip is meeting new people, getting like minds together and just supporting each other and being like, yes, girl, me too. Also another nod to community. But I feel like networking is like a branch of community. So that was something that I learned. I made so many new friends in 2018 and I'm super excited for all the friends that I'm going to make in 2019. It's going to be great. Um, the third thing that I've learned was it's okay to let go and take care of yourself. So being that I am a three, I don't stop. (laughs) 
I never stop. I am a workaholic and I say it all the time and it's it's true. I think I say it all the time because it's like a constant reminder to myself like, hey, Allura, um, slow down, chick. I've learned that it's okay to even have one or two days off from work to take care of myself. Even if that means going for a walk, going to Barnes & Noble and reading a book, um, something that just lets me clear my mind. Um, naturally, I am a people pleaser, so I, I do worry a lot about things that people expect me to do, people want me to do, or even things that people need me to do, even if they're not even asking. So it's not like, you know, I have very needy friends or anything like that, but if I, I can feel what people need and I am that for them just because I like to help people so much. So that's also draining as well, um, and I find myself, um, like, journaling a lot and trying to, like, figure out my thoughts because I'm so disconnected from how I feel until I get angry, which is uh, awful. So I find myself, I'm now just, like, writing down how I feel, and if it's awful, I do throw it away, but if it's good, I'll leave it and refer back to it later, and just even pumping myself up because I need it to. Um, I pump everybody else up because... I mean, I love community and it's great, but sometimes I need it for myself specifically. Like, you can do this. It's okay to live in the moment. It's okay to leave your phone. Like, I matter too. What I feel, what I want, and what I need matters too. So self-care was a huge thing for me in 2018. Um, And I think another branch to that is resting. Um, Planning to allow myself to rest. Um, so I am going to be more intentional about that for my week schedule because I have my daughter. I'm probably going to have, um, a sitter through this year more often because I need to work out a lot more problems and work more. Um, now that she's old enough and she's going to be too soon, um, I don't feel as guilty leaving her because she's a little toddler and she's like a little grown person. (laughs) Um, and I want to kind of put some things in my business in automation so I can be more present for her later on. So the topics that I want to talk about today, um, they're kind of, it's kind of one topic that I was like, I'm going to mix it with two because they also go hand in hand. The first topic I want to talk about is to stop looking at your competition. And I pretty much, if you follow me on Instagram, you understand that I'm constantly posting positivity and like, you know, not looking at your neighbor because that is the biggest problem. And and honestly, I'm not blaming anybody for it because we were kind of taught to think that way. Social media gives you a front door, front window look into someone else's curated, air quotes here, lifestyle. So I've mentioned in my previous episode and I had to, you know, Not everything that you see is what you think it is. Don't look at influencers. Please don't look at influencers and compare your life because I already mentioned a lot of them have been given that stuff for free or, you know, I mean, just because they need a face. And unfortunately, we trust social media people probably more than celebrities. So yeah, we're going to buy whatever they say is great. If they they post an outfit on their Instagram, we're going to buy it because it looks good on them because they said so because we trust them. And that's fine. But just remind yourself that, you can't compare yourself. Sorry. So if you want to hear more about that, yes, go backwards one episode. Um, but what I'm going to tell you is instead of looking to someone else or someone else's life or validation, seek what makes you happy. So I had to do this. Um, I think everybody kind of in January 1st were like, New Year's resolutions, look on it. But I told myself that I'm going to take more social media breaks. 
Now, if you know anything about Instagram, they punish you sometimes for doing that because they want you to use their tools. Now, me, I've noticed that. I've actually done this. I've taken a couple breaks, maybe even like a day, and my engagement would tank. And normally that affects me, and I'm just like, man. But I really... (laughs) I really don't care anymore because I keep saying, okay, on my resolution though, I matter too. So that doesn't make sense. If I feel better after this social media day or weekend break, that's all that matters because my mental state like doesn't even acknowledge success if I'm not mentally okay, if that makes any sense. Um, So look to yourself for your approval. Write down a list of things that literally makes you happy. I mean, it could even be sitting outside on the porch and listening to nature because that's me in the summertime. Um, And then, like, realize what matters to you versus what you think matters to you because you're on social media, because you're looking at your competition, because you're looking at what they're doing, what they're achieving, what they're telling you they're doing, what they're going to tell you that they're going to do later, blah, blah, blah. Um, I feel like maybe you should just take a look at what you're capable of doing now, what you've done and then even look back to like your your how you started in the beginning of your business and like make sure you're progressing. If you're progressing, that is good enough, honestly. I feel like competing against yourself causes you to block out the noise and think clearly. This was something that I learned when I first started in the business. I would spend hours so what comparing myself to everyone's middle and everyone's I don't even want to say the middle I just want to say the top because I just felt like they were so much more ahead of me and I'm like I used to spend hours being like man I will never be that good but if I am that would be pretty cool and I had to check myself and I was like will you stop putting yourself down why don't you just make plans to do the best that you can do and keep going and my biggest thing for me is checklist so I'll make a checklist And I will write down certain things. Like even for 2018, I have uh, resolutions for my business, a resolution for like home decor, a resolution as a parent, and then spiritually, mentally, all of those things. And um, as long as I'm checking off something, like that's good enough for me. And that causes me to think clearly. So I mentioned this in the previous episode as well. Do a social media sweep, even if it's me. Um, if, if you find yourself comparing yourself and you feel down and out about yourself, even like to the point of depression or just, you know, no inspiration, please, 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 please remove them, remove them or mute them. Because once again, you're gonna thank me later for this. It's been a huge game changer for my life. I was following accounts that were like a hundred K and I was just like, oh, this is painful. Oh, they're perfect. And I was like, you know what? I feel like they won't lose anything major if I unfollow and just kind of focus on myself. And I've done this countless of times. I'm not talking about your friends, but I am talking about like influencers and Insta-famous people or even like on Facebook if someone's negative. Like seriously, like blocking any type of way for negativity to come into your life is going to be a game changer for 2019. So um, there was a quote that really stood out to me I saw on Pinterest and (laughs) it's so true. Um, It says, social media has created jealous behavior over illusions. Sadly, some are envious of things, relationships, and lifestyles that don't even exist. Yeah, pretty much confirms everything that I said. And like I said before, everything isn't real. This is like the highlight reel. This is as good as it's going to get. It's going to be on Instagram. Another quote that I saw was, a million likes will never be enough if you don't even like yourself. And this 
Oh my gosh. This is so relevant because when I was getting burnt out, you know, towards the end of the year as photographers, we go into hibernation mode. We're planning for the new year and we're done with weddings and we're getting out of like our hustle flow and we kind of just, you know, we get a little tired. And I was posting so much stuff and I was exhausted and I didn't even check my phone. Like, you know, most of us like we'll post and be like, ooh, five likes, really killing it today. And I just didn't care. I was like, I'm going to post and I'm actually going to leave today because I don't even care how many likes I get. I just need to breathe. And it's true. Um, another one was don't compare your real life to someone else's controlled online content. So there you have it. Take a break, put your phone down, lose it somewhere on purpose, and see how less tense and stress-free you are. Or maybe that's just me. Okay, so another topic I want to talk about is feeling like a fraud. This was a lot, and a lot of people asked me, like, does that ever go away? And I want to say yes, but yes and no. It's going to be, it's going to have to be something that you personally work on. And like you're thinking, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, mm, how do I know if I really do feel like a fraud? I probably just feel like this and that. So basically, do you ever feel like you work so hard up to a certain point and you're still feeling like the new kid at the lunch table? Like you're trying to keep up, but you just can't feel like that satisfaction. Even if you have made it to other people, you don't feel like it. Well, raise your hand and welcome to the club because there's a million of us. (laughs) Um, So I looked at the definition of imposter syndrome, and it's a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. So um, I'm not speaking on something that I don't know about. I personally, in the beginning, did not want to tell anybody I was a photographer. I... I was so nervous when my parents would introduce and be like, oh, yeah, Laura's getting into photography. And, like, that stressed me out. I was like, oh, my gosh, why would you tell people? It's none of their business. I'm not even that good. (laughs) You know, and I think all of us in the beginning started that way in a business period. It doesn't have to be if you're a photographer. I feel like in any type of business, you're like, you don't want to claim it because you still feel like a newbie and you don't want anyone to judge you. And you don't want anyone to judge you. And you don't want to feel like someone sees you as not good enough because you already feel that way. And so I looked at this article about, like, the top nine things that people with imposter syndrome say to themselves. And I feel like, you know, in order to um, to get past this, you have to acknowledge it. That's the type of person I am. If I feel like there's a problem, I'm going to look into it and see if I resonate with that. And then if I do, I'm going to do all the research I can and acknowledge it and then reject it. So I don't know if that works for you, but I'm just going to read these. And then if they even one of them relates to you, it's fine. But just realize that that is, you know, your mind playing tricks with you. Like we're never going to really feel like we are 100% successful. And I think that's what keeps us driving to the next thing, which is good. I feel like any business person, you kind of have to keep driving yourself. But just remember to like, sit in the moment and reflect on your your successes and achievements and be like, wow, this is awesome. You know what I mean? You weren't who you were yesterday. You weren't who you were last year. And that's progress. And that's okay. You are being successful. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to myself too. Okay. So the first thing I saw was I'm a fake and I'm going to be found out because people with imposter syndrome believe they don't deserve success. Number two, I lucked out. Because those who believe that they are imposters, they attribute their accomplishments to luck. They think, oh, I was just in the right place at the right time or, uh, eh, it was a fluke. 
if I can do it, anyone can. Because people with this syndrome, they think they're nothing special. Whatever they achieved, apparently others can achieve too. I had a lot of help. Imposters aren't able to internalize their wins and they find themselves deeply uncomfortable with praise. Five, I had connections. They're just being nice. Most imposters can't accept praise. They just assume the flatterer was just being nice. Failure is not an option. And uh, this is a huge one for a lot of us, I feel, especially me, because we have a lot of pressure to avoid failure so we won't be exposed as being a fake. I'm pretty sure, or I kind of think, and so imposters use a lot of minimizing language because they don't necessarily feel super confident. And the last one is I made it up as I went. People with imposter syndrome often discredit their own achievements. So how can we fix this? Well, if any of those resonated with you, because I feel like two of them resonated with me, there are some ways that you can fix this. And you know what? It's positivity. No, just kidding. Well, it is positivity. It's positive, like, reassurance. So what is the some things that you can do to help yourself get through this? Because you can and you will get through this. Give up on perfectionism. You don't have to be perfect to be of value. Mistakes are growth opportunities and they're necessary parts of success. Give yourself a reality check. Challenge negative thoughts by looking for evidence. Do it until you believe it. The point is, do it even if you don't feel like it, because not all of us feel like it all the time. Actions can create feelings. So be actionable, and you're going to feel great. Remember, everyone experiences self-doubt. There's nothing different or wrong with you for feeling this way. Own your successes. Notice your hard work and your abilities and traits that contribute to your success. Do not discount them or attribute to them or anyone else. Just be like, you know what? I did a good job, and that's okay. That's not being narcissistic. That's not putting yourself on a horse. Just (laughs) acknowledge your success because it was a success. Don't compare yourself to others. Comparison literally focuses on what's lacking. Why don't you focus on what you're doing great instead of what's missing? Focus on just doing your personal best the next time if you feel like you failed. Practice gratitude and mindfulness. Be aware of everything. Accept praise. Even if it feels, feels weird, just accept it. Like, thank you. You don't have to put yourself down as soon as someone gives you a compliment. Just be like, thank you so much. That means a lot. Boom. You've accepted it. And maybe that little positive comment that they said will come out later, you know? Be your own cheerleader. Give yourself encouragement, praise, and write down how you feel if you felt good in the moment. And then look at it later. Have a supportive tribe to cheer you on. So encouragement and praise from others literally isn't our self-worth, but it really does help. Having a friend that has your back or even a mentor that you trust that can tell you honestly, like, girl, you did that thing. And then you can, you know, you can try to be negative all you want, but they're going to take it back and be like, no, you really did that thing. Like, accept it. It's fine. Live in the moment. And I'm sure, you know, if you've already networked with amazing people, they will be dying to give you compliments. And I give compliments like people give candy and Halloween. I think it's something that we all need. Even if you're giving the compliment, it feels so much better and I feel like it makes me feel better as a person. Okay guys, well that's it from me today. I'm so excited to be back and if you liked any of the content that I've shared with you today, please feel free to screenshot this, share it in your Insta stories and tag me. I share every single one on my Instagram because it means the world to me that you took the time out of your day to listen to me and hopefully you took something along with you on the way. So until the next episode, I will talk to you guys soon and cheers to 2019.
Bye.